Welcome to the Therapeutic Food Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Marion Mitchell. I'm an integrative nutrition health coach, therapeutic diet expert, and founder of The Road to Living Whole. There are many different diets out there. It's hard to know which one is right for you with your chronic illness and autoimmune disease. In this podcast, I'm going to share with you the foundational pieces every single therapeutic diet out there shares, and also how to use the best one for your particular diagnosis. If you've been looking for a meal planning partner, help navigating the complicated healthcare system, and want to feel better quickly, I'm your girl. Grab your kombucha and notebook. Let's dive in. I am so excited for today's episode. Dr. Pullen is back with us today, and she is going to walk all of us through my hair mineral analysis results. You are getting an inside look into what you can expect when you get your own analysis done and what that can tell you about your health. If you're listening to this and you're like, what the heck is hair mineral analysis? Go ahead and pause this episode. Go back and listen to episode 24. This is the first episode that Dr. Pullen joined the podcast on, and she tells us all about it. Then when you're done listening, come back and listen to this one. Dr. Pullen, welcome back. Um, for those of us who are new, tell us who you are, what you, where you practice, and what you specialize in. Oh, Marion, I'm so excited to be back too. So thank you again for having me on. And I'm so excited to share more about your hair mineral analysis results. Um, a little bit about me. I'm Dr. Corinne Pullen. I graduated from the Southwest College of Naturopathic Medicine in Tempe, Arizona with the doctorate of naturopathic medicine. This was after doing my bachelor's in science, uh, minor in psych. I am still a licensed naturopathic physician in the state of Arizona. Um, I have recently moved to Texas and started my own practice um, right around the whole pandemic phase. So that was right whenever everyone was getting more comfortable with moving to virtual. So it actually worked out well. I am seeing people all over the States, um, which is exciting. So if you're interested, like Marion said about getting the hair mineral analysis, I can help you out with that. Awesome. Well, I got my own test done and we got the results back and we went through them before recording. So now Dr. Pullen is going to walk all of us through them and um, you're just going to get to see what this looks like. So I think we talked about you being able to upload so that people can see, you know, kind of what the, just the first two pages of the test look like with the hair mineral um, ratios, numbers, um, the bar charts, all that kind of stuff. If they wanted to take a peek at it, right? Yep. I'm going to do that. I'm going to block out all of my personal stuff, you guys, but you are going to see what my results look like. So if you're listening to this and you're like, you want to follow along, you can go ahead and pull that up. Perfect. Perfect. And I want to preface this and we will go into kind of a more general thing. I'll tell you, you know, this is high, this is low, even if we're looking at yours. Um, but yours looks overall really great. And I know you've been working on this for a long time with, you know, diet lifestyle changes. Um, you're working with another naturopath with adrenal stuff um, that we talked about. So, you know, if yours doesn't look like this coming from, you know, a standpoint of you're not feeling great, you know, this is going to give us so much information. So don't expect yours to look like this. If you haven't been working on everything as long as Marion has. Yeah. And, you know, also, you know, if you're in the middle of a flare or you're in the middle of a move or you're brand new to, um, you know, integrative medicine, like don't get overwhelmed and intimidated. If yours is like all over the place, like, like Dr. Pullen said, I've been living a really healthy lifestyle for a good 13 years, maybe 14 now, but it's been a really long time and I've done a lot of things. Um, 
So, and if you want to learn how to do that, I'm happy to teach you (laughs) and partner with your doctor. Um, What I'm really impressed by is that how insightful this test is and how affordable it is. And again, we go, we go into that in episode 24. So if you're like, oh, what does affordable mean? You can go back and listen to that if you haven't already hint, hint. Um, So let's get started. Let's do it. Um, so let's do a general overview. So the first thing I like to look at is your metabolic type, and this is going to be in the top right corner. Um, and then we go into the macro minerals. Those are the first four on the big chart on the first page. That's your calcium, magnesium, sodium, and potassium. We touched on those in the last episode about how important they are and why they're important. Um, next we look at the toxic elements or the heavy metals. So I usually do like a brief look at these, unless we're having a lot that are sky high we're having some signs of either heavy metal toxicity or not detoxing. Well, then we'll kind of dive into those a little bit deeper. Um, additional elements at the bottom. A lot of these are so correlated with the macro minerals and the nutritional elements up top that I don't spend too much time looking at them singularly. Um, and then what's the real juicy stuff is on the second page. And those are your significant ratios. That's where we spend a lot of time because this is looking at, um, how your minerals are balancing each other and what it shows, you know, for adrenal stress, thyroid stress, vitality, immune system, um, your iron to copper ratio, all of this stuff is really interesting to get into. So that's just the general overview of things that I wanted to give you. Awesome. And then guys, remember you can pull this up in the show notes. It'll be right under where it, um, you know, where all the stars are. Cause that's where I put all my links. It'll be the very top one. So you can click that and you can follow along. Okay. Perfect. So I said, we start with the metabolic type and there's two major metabolic types. There's slow and fast. There's no perfect type of metabolic type. It's just where you're at in this season of your life. Um, but I will say that slow one and fast one are the closest to balanced. There's up to slow four and there's up to fast four. So it kind of goes away from the middle, um, out towards the right-hand side. If you're fast four, you're all the way to the left-hand side. If you're a slow four, we're looking at Marion. she's a slow one. Um, now this is, like I said, closest to balance and less dysregulation. You know, a couple months ago, had we done your hair analysis, you weren't feeling so hot. You weren't doing a lot of the adrenal support you're doing now. Could you have been a slow three or four potentially, right? Yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, and this metabolic type is more accurately looking at the digestive or hormonal um, chaos in your body, not necessarily weight, not necessarily, you know, um, correlating with, oh, I have a really fast metabolism. I'm really skinny or, oh, I have a really slow metabolism. I'm gaining a lot of weight. Um, but you could be opposite in metabolic type just because, you know, it's not necessarily looking at your weight. It's looking at the digestive hormonal and mineral balances, um, in your system. Well, that's really good to know. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. So overall you can kind of maybe guess which metabolic type you'll be, um, whenever I go through these, so fast metabolic type. Um, this tends to be like more chronically overstimulated. You're showing sympathetic nervous system dominance. Um, so you're typically more anxious. The higher cortisol also increases your blood sugar. So, you know, you're just mostly in fight or flight too much of the time. Uh, we typically still need to replace sodium and magnesium, but you may not need as much of them as the slow metabolic type. Um, the bigger thing here is that you're using more magnesium and calcium rich foods. So like you're burning through it. So you're fast, you're burning through a lot of your, um, minerals more quickly than a slow metabolism would fast, um, is, you know, 
looking at if you're a fast four, you're the most dysregulated and exhausted person, but fast metabolism really typically means a slow thyroid and low adrenal function. Like I said, you're just burning through things so quickly. Your minerals are just being depleted too quickly. If you're a slow metabolic type, you know, this tends to be more closely related with the depletion of the adrenal glands. We're showing parasympathetic dominance. So, you know, you're losing sodium easily. So your, your ratio right here, like your sodium's looking on the lower end of normal. Uh, most of your minerals are in that nice white bar reference range, but you know, you're still on the lower end here for the sodium because your adrenals can't retain it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I, um, am going through some adrenal fatigue. Um, and what I'm just impressed by is like, you looked at this and you're like, yep, you're having some adrenal dysregulation and you, you know, all of this. So yeah, we'll just keep yeah. going. But. Yeah. And you know, if, if you hadn't had done previous testing, you know, could we, could we have seen this on here? Certainly. Like that's the coolest part about it. I mean, we're, we are seeing it. I'm currently working on it. Yeah. When I started, when I did this test, I'm working on it and you can still see that it's still there. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I think, you know, I was in the very early stages of, you know, addressing this, but I would love to do it again in like maybe six months and yeah. see what it shows. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, you know, cause with you, you know, we were talking about how you need to prioritize that sodium and potassium replacement, just because those are two of your lowest like macro minerals, right. And your adrenals are having a hard time holding onto them. So, you know, prioritizing getting more sodium and potassium and a fun way I like to do that is something called an adrenal cocktail and they're delicious. It's more of a mocktail just because it's orange juice and not any kind of oh, alcohol. No. There's, there's yeah. no mimosa in it. Dang it. No. <laughs> No splash. There's no champagne, no vodka. Man. <laughs> no, but it's, it's delicious. And it's so nourishing to your adrenal glands because it's getting everything that those adrenals need. It's getting that sodium, potassium, um, some protein and your vitamin C rich foods, which is that orange juice. Um, I'll give you that recipe. It is, you know, orange juice, cream of tartar, um, Himalayan sea salt, and if you wanted to, which I typically recommend you do like some type of fat source. So either like heavy cream or coconut cream mixed into it, um, just so it doesn't spike that glucose with the, um, orange juice, but it tastes delicious. And like I said, it's so nourishing to the adrenals. I'll give you the full recipe of, you know, how to measure things out so that you can link it for people below too. Yep. I will definitely put that in the show notes. So again, to review it's orange juice, cream of tartar, sea salt and either heavy cream or coconut cream. Yes. Yes. There's a lot of different variations you guys can look up, um, make it your own, um, make it taste really yummy and delicious. I like to, you know, whip up that cream a little bit beforehand to make it more of like a frothy drink in the mornings, which is yummy. Um, so you can always do that too. So is this best to drink in the morning before you're like starting your day and getting all like the stresses of the day versus like at night? There's a lot of different times that you can do it. So if you're waking up and you're not um, hungry, then let's get that um, let's get that appetite going with an adrenal cocktail in the morning and then having your breakfast. Um, or you know if you're doing it mid morning after breakfast, like about an hour after your meal and mid afternoon, these are good pick me up times for your adrenals. You know whenever we're starting to feel a little bit tired in the mid morning, whenever we're feeling a little bit tired in the mid afternoon, these are also good times to to drink them too. Perfect. So, so I guess my question is like for me specifically, cause you know, my results, should I have it like once a day, twice a day? Like how often should I do that to try to get my sodium and potassium up to help regulate that calcium and magnesium? Yeah. I would start once a day for you. 
Um, and then if you, if you're really enjoying them, I'd say then you can add in a second time a day. Some people love them so much. They're doing them two, three times a day. Um, but typically I like to keep it easy and simple, like try and get it done at least once a day, um, as part of your routine. Perfect. I can do that. Yeah. So after we look at that metabolic type, which, you know, we looked at your slow metabolic type, we're going to go down and take a look at the nutritional elements, which are, um, those first set of minerals. And those first four are the macro minerals. So whenever I see um, a lot of people just coming in really low, maybe one or two of them pretty high, um, I like to talk about mineral depletion um, and what depletes those minerals. So stress is huge. Stress depletes magnesium and then sodium and potassium follow. So here your magnesium seems to be keeping up pretty well, but you supplement with magnesium, right? I do. So that's probably helpful. The sodium and potassium are following all that depleted magnesium though, right? And your adrenals aren't able to retain it. So that's why we need to focus on the sodium, potassium, the magnesium, just, you know, keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I like any kind of additional magnesium we can get just because stress depletes it so quickly. So, you know, if you're doing, and we just don't get enough of it in, in the way we eat at all. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, you know, you can do an oral supplement, you can do, you know, Epsom salt baths and magnesium, you can do Epsom salt foot baths, you can do the topical magnesium lotions or sprays, like all of these are different ways that you can get more magnesium into your system. Yeah. Just a quick note on magnesium, um, taking it internally can loosen things up. So, uh, my favorite way to get it, um, is actually through a lotion. I don't like the sprays. Cause then I get itchy. It's like spraying salt water yeah. on, but the lotions, I really like it. My kids love it. We do it on the bottom of their feet and then on their bellies. And it just kind of helps them. We, it's our kind of our nighttime routine and it helps them just to be magnesium's relaxing. So it just helps them kind of relax. Plus we're getting it in and the absorption rates higher than internally. But if you struggle with constipation, then taking it internally can be helpful. Yes. I'm so glad you mentioned that. Perfect. Yes. Another thing that depletes minerals is just poor nutrients in our soil and food supply due to four farming techniques. We talked about this a little bit in our last episode. Um, so we could, we went in, we went in deep, we deep dove into this a little bit in the last episode. Um, water, some water filters also remove minerals, um, which is good. We want the water filters to be removing, you know, any heavy, heavy metals, contaminants, all that kind of stuff. But with, then we need to be adding those minerals back in, especially if you're using those reverse osmosis systems, right? Yes. And uh, what are some ways that we can do that? Um, so either, you know, a pinch of Himalayan sea salt in each cup of water, those concentrates mineral drops are one of my favorites and, or like electrolyte packets. Those are all ways to do it. And then adrenal cocktails too. Perfect. Medications and supplements also kind of deplete some of them. So too much of one vitamin can throw others out of balance. Um, if you're taking large amounts of vitamin D over a long period of time, I see people have sky high calcium. Um, so vitamin D is great, um, but we don't want to be taking, you know, over 5,000 every day for months and months and months and months and months. Yeah. So with getting, um, like a blood serum test every year or every six months, be a good idea just to make sure we're not over supplementing. Exactly. That'd be a great idea. That's okay. A great idea. Yes. Good to know. So like I said, we kind of look at those first four, if any other ones are glaringly like sky high or really low, like in the red range or in the high range, um, then we'll kind of discuss those two, you know, looking at some of the digestive markers, you know, we talk about phosphorus, maybe you need some more digestive enzymes. You're not breaking down your food well enough, but yours is in a great range too. Um, chromium can be, you know, blood sugar regulations out of balance. But again, I like to look at these uh, ratios on the back and then come back to the nutritional elements to see, you know, what's really throwing it out of whack. 
So let's go to the significant ratios. I love to get into this stuff because each of these ratios is significant. The first one, that calcium to phosphorus ratio, this is what's going to tell us your um, metabolic type, right? So if you're very fast, you're going to have a low number for this calcium to phosphorus. And you, we know that you're a slow, so your number is high. So this is, again, comparing the metabolic types. High ratio is slow metabolic type, looking at parasympathetic nervous system dominance. Things are slowing down. Your body is not responding to stress appropriately. You're less resilient. Low ratio is that fast metabolic type. Your sympathetic nervous system is dominant. You're having higher phosphorus. That's the more stimulating of the two. Calcium is very sedative. Good to know. So what does this show? Again, we talked about adrenals and thyroid. So let's talk about that and what these numbers are showing. And again, you know, I did a whole bunch of tests before this one. So what I think is really cool is that this test is the least expensive out of all of them. And it's showing what the other tests showed. So I, I really want to highlight that for our listeners. Yes. Yes. So the thyroid ratio that I like to look at is the calcium to potassium ratio. That's that third one. You are a little bit higher, which is typically linked to a slower thyroid function. Higher ratio is typically your thyroid slowing down. If your ratio is lower then that's faster thyroid function. Um, so if the thyroid ratio is comparing high levels of calcium, which bind to that iodine receptors, which then make it difficult for the thyroid hormone to bind and do its job. The potassium helps the thyroid hormone get inside of your cells. So all of this is impacting the thyroid function, which is why you're looking at both the calcium and the potassium levels of the ratio. Good to know. And yes, my thyroid, it was like on the verge of like, it's slowing down. Yeah. Yeah. So when that ratio is high, whenever that calcium is high relative to the potassium, the thyroid sluggish, meaning, you know, you might be feeling some fatigue, some cold hands and feet, acne, thinning hair. When this ratio is low, then we could have some symptoms of hyperthyroidism, you know, anxiety, sleep issues, heart palpitations, low blood sugar. Um, and this, this is a great insight. You know, if this is out of whack, we, we might move forward. We might want to get that full thyroid panel to really look and see what's going on. Right. Yeah. No. And that's what we talked about in the first episode. Like this is a really affordable way to really do some targeted testing because testing can get really expensive. So when we start here, then we can move forward in a more targeted way to kind of really see more in depth on what's going on and then treat it appropriately in, a, in the most holistic way possible. Exactly. Exactly. You did mention the adrenal ratio, which is that sodium to magnesium ratio, NA slash MG, anything below one is just extreme adrenal fatigue, you know, and that's, that's whenever I know we really need to start working on those adrenals. You're at 1.2. So I know you're, you're working on those adrenals, but you're not, you're no longer in that extreme adrenal fatigue range. So, you know, maybe that's really showing you things have been working that you've been doing for a little bit. Right. Uh, which is great. Yeah, no, that's, that's really exciting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because whenever you have that lower ratio, um, you know, you're, you're seeing more fatigue, burnout, you're not having those drink, the nutrients that you need, you're exhausted, um, higher ratios, you're steady, you're speeding up the, that adrenal activity. You're using up a lot more magnesium because you're in that current state of excess stress. So you're having that high cortisol output, magnesium deficiency, um, you know, adrenals really need a lot of magnesium. So crazy. So cool. 
The last one that I love to look at here is that calcium to magnesium ratio. And this is the one I call the blood sugar ratio, just because you're comparing your calcium to magnesium levels. Calcium is helping to stimulate insulin release and the magnesium helps to inhibit it. So it's regulating your thyroid, your estrogen, your kidneys. So all of this is really looking at potential low insulin levels um, or high insulin levels, which for you, you are well within range. You're not having highs or lows or dips or anything. And like I said, if, if this is way out of whack, then we might want to do like a full blood sugar panel on someone too. Right. Sweet. Well, it's nice to know my blood sugar is in a good range. <laughs> yes. Yes. So let's talk about two, the iron and copper ratio. This is the last one in that significant ratio column. Um, it's super interesting. People are talking about iron overload, iron deficiency, anemia, you know, which is it iron is super imbalanced or balanced with copper levels. So whenever we're not getting enough copper and or vitamin a, the iron can't get into the blood where it needs to be to transport around our oxygen, right? It's part of hemoglobin. Um, you're making up those red blood cells. It needs to be out of the bone marrow. It needs to be out of the cells. It needs to be in the blood running around without copper, without vitamin A, it's stuck inside the cell. So that's when you're seeing, you know, iron deficiency anemia, it's hiding from pathogens. Um, you're, you're thinking that you're low in iron when really it just can't get out of the cell because you're either low in copper or you're low in vitamin A. And that can come from, you know, go ahead. Um, yeah. So most people are terrified of vitamin A. Like, you know, we, all we hear about is vitamin A toxicity and how you need to avoid it and all of this stuff. Can we like kind of go on a little side tangent about vitamin A and why people become deficient in it and maybe potentially what we can do to, um, get that number where it needs to be. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if we're talking about vitamin A and not having enough of it, I don't want anyone to run and supplement with vitamin A by any means, because yeah, it's super easy and high doses for even short periods of time, vitamin A is one that can build up pretty quickly and it become toxic. So, you know, getting headaches, vitamin A toxicity headaches is one thing short term, you know, vitamin A is okay to take, especially whenever you're sick, but I like to get it again through food sources. So, you know, are you eating dairy? Are you eating shellfish or oysters? Um, are you doing any sort of, um, organ meats in your diet or taking any liver supplements? Those are all really great vitamin A sources. Perfect. Thank you. Yes. Love talking about this stuff. Um, because if, again, with this test, a lot of the first things we do is, you know, stuff like the adrenal cocktail, a lot of diet changes, um, what we can add to the diet, what we could take out for a little bit, checking your supplements, making sure we're not over supplementing with one thing that's throwing a couple other ones out of balance. So really the first step is either, you know, adding stuff in nutritionally through your diet or stopping a couple of your supplements, which can be helpful at bringing things back into balance. Right. That is so interesting and fun. Obviously I love to start with, I love food. So yes, yes. <laughs> like if, when, when we get the food balanced and right and eating healthy is our norm, we have a good food baseline, then really supplements can be more targeted because we're getting what we need. And then for one, it saves money, but two, it, it can prevent this type of stuff from happening. Exactly. Exactly. So overall, like high results don't always mean high in the blood and low results doesn't always mean low in the blood because again, we're looking at the hair. So it's coming out in the tissue, right? So it's all about the ratios, um, and not just looking at singular, um, readings, right? Yeah. So it could be that you're looking at, you know, your body is 
actually like I have high uranium. You guys will see this and we didn't really talk about that, but it could be that I'm detoxing this out. It's not that I'm maybe getting high exposure, but my body is actually able to get rid of that. And that's what we talked about. And I grew up on military bases. So who knows <laughs> what I was exposed to? Um, but yes, could yes. we talk about that just a little bit, just because yes, people are going to see that and be curious? Yes, of course. So looking at the heavy metals, um, like you said, your uranium's high. And we talked about, you know, could that be, you know, ceramic cookware that you're using? Could it be um, a couple other different things? If I see, you know, high mercury, lead aluminum, then we start talking about like, we might want to consider like a heavy metal detox just to help your body get it out. But like you said, whenever it's higher, you're actually excreting it. So you might be having higher... Um, exposure to it, but you're also excreting it as a, at a higher rate. Um, sometimes as we do these tests over time, as you're getting healthier, you're feeling better. We'll do this test again. And your toxic levels start to go up a little bit. That's actually meaning that you're detoxing out of your tissues too, which again is a good thing, but then we at least know that you probably need some support, some binders, some metal, heavy metal detox help. Right. Yeah. We got to support those pathways and kind of make sure that it's actually getting out of the body and not just exactly. floating around and then maybe getting back and adipose, adi adipose <laughs> tissue, um, which is where a lot of toxins are stored. If the body's not able, doesn't have what it needs to process this out. And I actually talked about this in uh, the detox episode where you have to support the pathways and every pathway kind of needs different nutrients. And so mm -hmm. that's, that's super interesting. Yes. Yes. And just overall heavy metal exposure, you know, tap water or using a water filter, even some bottled water, um, jobs, you know, military coal exposure. Um, and then another one for women is cosmetics. Um, some, especially the tinted, you know, blushes and lipsticks and eyeshadows, those have heavy metals in them as well. So I remember when I learned that, cause I was trying to like reduce my, uh, toxin exposure and like the phthalates and the parabens and like all this mm. stuff. So then you switch to mineral makeup and then all of a sudden we're having mineral toxicity, mm -hmm. right. And like heavy metal toxicity. And you're like, well, what the heck? I just don't, oops, my earpiece just fell out. Um, <laughs> like, I just don't wear makeup that often. I wear it to church on Sundays and maybe out for dates or if I'm going to be presenting, but like, I really just don't wear makeup anymore. I don't do tinted, um, lotions anymore. Like I just kind of backed off of that. And I actually think my skin's doing pretty good without it. Like we really don't need as much as we think. Yes. Yes. And normalizing, you know, if you're not leaving the house, if you're only going out here or there, like normalize your face, right? <laughs> normalize your face just being yourself and your beautiful face. I mean, I love makeup. I love what it can do. Like you said, I love to wear it to church and date nights and like fun times. Um, but you know, let your face breathe. Don't be putting as many toxic chemicals on it. Like be confident even without makeup, um, can take some time, but I love, I love that. We just discussed that a little bit. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> yeah like I, I love like mascara. I feel like that's one thing that women are like, oh, like men have such gorgeous eyelashes. And for some reason, women don't. It's so stupid. Right. I don't get it. Um, so like Always. if I had to choose, it would be mascara and blush. Right. Like yeah. those are like the two that like <laughs> if I'm feeling tired and I just want to feel good about myself, I'll put on mascara and blush and then boom. Like right now yeah. it's summer. So like I'm outside a lot. So I really don't feel like I need blush, but the mascara sometimes can just be like the really big pick me up. So picking and choosing and yes, being comfortable with how your face looks, you don't need, like, I've never been one to do all the like shading and I don't know, contouring. I don't even know what it's yeah. called. Like that's how out of it I am. But I see <laughs> these videos and I see these women whose faces look completely different. Then they take their makeup off and I'm like, whoa, 
Like you don't need that. You're beautiful. Yes. But also like there's no real clean makeup. There's always give and take. And Mm -hmm. so that's where this test can be really helpful is like, Ooh, I guess I need to back off of that and just, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe pick and choose what's important to you versus just full face all day, every day. Yes. Yes. Love that. And then I just love to highlight this. I found this study from 2018 that 80% of doctor's visits were due to stress. And this is from 2018. So it's probably higher now, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. The pandemic and everything since then, like it's sky mental health and everything issues just completely skyrocketed. I mean, I know probably Yeah. As well, stress is my biggest and stress, you know, we talked about throws these minerals out of balance, especially magnesium. You're so depleted magnesium. It's depleted from stress. And then your adrenal starts to tank. So like this just helps, you know, one, we have to talk about your stress, getting that down, but then this is also showing, you know, what that stress is really doing to your body. It gives you, you know, real time results and it helps you kind of see, okay, I need to get this down. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm always, the one thing I love about testing is that it like it's on paper, like the effects of what you're doing are right there. And so I find my clients are more motivated to make the changes like, oh yeah, eating healthy sounds great, but you know, it takes some effort and you know, it takes time to change things because you have to change your shopping habits. You have to change your meal prep habits. You have to, you have to change. Right. And it takes a lot of effort. And a lot of people are like, nah, like, yeah, I'll, I'll do it sometimes like maybe 50, 50, but then you see the results and you're like, oh, like there's so much control that you have by making effort for three weeks. Yeah. So it's 21 days, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you make the effort for three weeks and then all of a sudden everything can start going into balance. Yeah. Like it really doesn't take that much, but it does take change. Mm-hmm. It does. And so consistent change. Yep. Yes. Consistent change. You can't do it for a week and then not for three. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's why it's so great to work with, you know, you or myself to figure out where you need to go, what you need to be prioritizing to start to feel better. Right. And that's what I love about this test. And like I said, like, this is showing what my blood work already showed. So like, if I had done this first, like I want, I wanted everything just because I was so out of whack. Um, but the fact is like, it's, this showed what was already going on. It showed my adrenal fatigue being somewhat severe, like stage three adrenal fatigue. And it showed what was going on in my hormones already. And you can see that on different levels. And like, that's to me just really cool. Cause this is a really affordable test. Mm-hmm. Yes. And with that, I would love to extend, um, the discount to your listeners again, Marion, for the month, the rest of the month of June. So if they reach out to me and they say, you know, I listened to Marion's podcast, um, I would love to give them that discount for the rest of the month of June. All right. Well guys take advantage of it. And, you know, even if you're listening to this, you know, and it's not June of 2022 anymore, um, the test is really affordable and it is worth every penny, especially if you're like just kind of dipping your toes into natural health and maybe integrative health. And you're, you just kind of want to see what's going on. This is a really affordable test. And I can say that it showed what is actually going on in my body right now that I'm currently working on. So that part's really cool. And I honestly, like, I was kind of surprised it was as balanced as it is. (laughs) Um, you know, so she's like, Oh, you know, you're actually really doing pretty good. And I'm like, Oh, that's actually kind of refreshing because I was feeling really bad for a while. And, you know, 
so it's just, it's really cool. And it's really kind of fun to see. One thing I wanted mm-hmm. to point out was the aluminum, right? I recently switched my natural deodorant because my other one stopped working. And so Mike, I guess one question I want to do before we leave, and this is just kind of random, like would high aluminum kind of show what your body is doing with the aluminum that's coming in through your deodorant? Cause I feel like our antiperspirant, cause that's where we get mm-hmm. a lot of exposure to that. Right. 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 Yes. Yes. So it can, but that's only if you're, if you're good at detoxing it. Right. So this is what's coming out. So, I mean, if we, if we do a heavy metal detox and then we do one of these and then it shows high, then yeah, you've had a heavy aluminum burden and you're getting rid of it now. So it would not necessarily be high if your body, if the detox pathways are not functioning correctly. Right. Right. It might show low. Yep. And as we, as we work on stuff and I, and we do this test, you know, again, in six months to a year and we start to see, you know, you're coming back into balance. Some of these toxic elements might go up and I say, yay, that's exciting because again, you're detoxing it out from your tissues. That's been stored for who knows how long. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's super cool. I'm glad we talked about that. Cause I know a lot of people are going to be like, well, you know, I wear aluminum based, uh, antiperspirant and obviously my number's low. So obviously it's not doing mm. anything, you know, to me, even though like, what was it? Was it all breast cancer had aluminum in mm-hmm. it, especially like mm-hmm. in the armpit area where like, sometimes it can become really dangerous if it's back there. Um, yeah. so that's, I feel like that's super interesting. And it's kind of nice to know, like, as you're healing, your numbers do bounce around, like okay. some things will get what looks worse, but it's actually a good thing. Um, and I feel like sometimes people will see numbers going up and even though they hear you saying that this is a good thing, they're going to panic. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so important to not just get the test, but then to have someone be able to interpret it for you. Yes. Right? I like, cause I mean, I'm in health. I've been taught how to interpret labs. I'm not a doctor, so I don't interpret, I don't know everything, but I know the basics, right? I can reiterate what you want your patients to know. Um, but I was looking at this and I was completely lost. I have like, I'm like, I have no idea what any of this means. <laughs> and then I'm like Googling. Cause you know, that's what we do. And like, I couldn't find anything. So then you kind of yes. just, I was just like, I can't wait for today. Cause I want to know what's going on. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad we got to talk about all of this Me too. And, um, you know, if you guys want to reach out to Dr. Pullen, I will have her website and contact page also in the show notes. She is a wonderful doctor. So I do highly recommend working with her and she can see anybody in any of the States, uh, via, you know, telehealth. So, mm-hmm. which is also really awesome. Well, thank you again so much for today and for just, yes, it was fun. Yeah, I'm, I love that people get to see what this looks like. Cause again, this is like one of those tests. It's not a generic test that everybody gets. Like I wanted to know about it for years and I'm still like learning. I'm totally geeking out right now, um, over it. Cause it's so fun. Um, again, just thank you so much for being on the show and I know you're going to be on again. Um, so I'm excited Yay. for that too. Me too. Well, thanks again, Marion. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. If you found this episode helpful, would you do me a favor and help others find it by leaving a review, sharing a screenshot on social media, or sharing the link with a friend? By you sharing what you've learned, others are able to find this podcast and join our community. Be sure to check out my website, www.roadtolivingwhole.com for over 160 delicious recipes, a variety of meal plans, and a blog packed full of even more healthy living tips. 
If you'd like to learn more about how to work with me as your coach, you can schedule a free consult through www.roadtolivingwhole.com backslash health dash coaching backslash. Until next time, friend. Bye.